are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 214th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, to start off the show today, I want to talk a little bit about an NHL draft prospect that the Chicago Blackhawks could have their eyes on if they do decide to stick around at number 17. And that player is 18-year-old Swedish forward Noel Gunler. And by the way, we are now less than two weeks away from day one of the 2020 NHL draft where not only will the Blackhawks be on the clock at number 17, we'll see the first 31 picks in the draft take place. So time is ticking down until draft day. It's crazy how close together everything is this offseason. But back to Gunler, he's a player that could be on the board when the Blackhawks are on the clock is... He's been deemed as a mid-to-late first-round pick by most scouts. We've seen him go in the 20s. We've seen him go in the middle teens. Um, But there are a couple reasons in particular why Gundler jumps out to me as a player that the Blackhawks could be thinking of drafting. And the first is that he's a Swedish player with size and scoring ability. And as you all should know by now, the Blackhawks are... In love with not only Swedish players, but Swedish coaches and the Swedish playing style. And that's where they got Jeremy Colleton from. That was in Sweden. And we've seen a handful of Swedes come over and play for the Hawks in recent years. And we also saw the Hawks go that route with Adam Boquist early in the first round in the 2018 NHL Draft. He was kind of a surprise pick for the Hawks there at number 8, but he's just one example of the Blackhawks as an organization showing that they like taking players from over in Sweden. And Gunler also certainly fits the mold the Blackhawks are trying to add to their forward group in a couple of different ways, actually. One is... He's a big kid for being 18. He's already six foot two. He is only 175 pounds at the moment, but still has plenty of time to throw on some muscle and become more of a physical presence. But he is a big kid, and he's got a lot of solid scoring touch. A lot of scouts have said that Gundler is one of the best pure snipers in this draft class. And he also has had success with the one-timer on the power play so far in his career. He's a right-handed winger, and he likes to set up shop from the left circle, kind of like Steven Stamkos and Alex Ovechkin, not comparing him to those two, but just the similarities in their game on the power play. And right now, that certainly is one area of weakness for the Chicago Blackhawks and their man advantage. Alex Dabrinkit really 
took a step back this season on the power play from the left dot. So if the Blackhawks could potentially add that to their offense via the NHL draft this year, that could be a huge boost in a couple of different ways. Taking a look at Gunler's stats in the last couple of seasons, he spent most of the 2019-20 season in the SHL. The Blackhawks have taken a lot of players from that league in the past, uh, but Gunler, he played mostly a bottom six role on his team last season, and that's a tough situation that a lot of young Swedish prospects have, is they're too good for the U-20 league, but aren't quite good enough to play with the professionals in the SHL, and yeah, Gunler, he only played four games in the U-20 league at the beginning of the season, and he tallied six points there, and that's coming off of uh, the 2018-19 regular season where he spent most of the year in that league and dominated with 46 points in 31 games, so it probably was the right decision for him to be playing in the SHL. It probably was good experience for him at a young age, and don't look at uh, don't look too much into his stat line. He had just four goals and nine assists for 13 points in 45 games. But don't let that fool you. Doing that as an 18-year-old in that league, that's that's still pretty impressive. And he only averaged about nine minutes and 30 seconds of time on ice per game there. So he didn't have that major of a role for his team. And that's why his numbers appear to be so low. There are a couple of red flags, though, with Noel Gundler, and that's why some scouts have him going as late as 26-27, number 28 in the first round. And one of those reasons is an odd one. For whatever reason, Sweden has never given Gundler the time of day in their national events. Like, this kid has literally never represented Sweden at any major event, and that's very odd for a projected first-round pick. And some scouts have said that it's possibly because he's not the, the strongest defensive player. There have been some questions about his effort level at times on the defensive end. But again, he's still a kid, 17, 18 years old, playing in the SHL. So I'm not going to dog him and say that he isn't trying out there. But there are some concerns about that end of his game. Another concern is that he still has at least one or two years until he's NHL ready because he needs to add some size and strength to his game and really needs to work on his craft when the puck is not on his stick. And this worries some scouts because on October 7th, Gundler, which is the second day of the NHL draft, by the way, Gundler is going to turn 19 years old. He's a very old player for his draft year, and... With him being possibly one to two years away from the NHL, that means he could not be ready until he's 21 years old. And that's not the worst case scenario, but that just may not be what the Blackhawks are trying to add right now. Is They could be wanting to add a piece that could be ready by 2021 or maybe even at some point during this upcoming season. So there are some worries with drafting Gundler so early in the first round. But from the tapes I've watched and what I've read about the kid, he's a pure goal scorer. As pure as they come in this draft, uh, he has a really solid shot that could translate to the NHL level and and really help out a team's power play. Gundler is also a really smooth skater for his size. I don't think 
Uh, his skating is too much of a worry. I don't think that's um, something that people or are, are scouts are concerned about translating to the NHL level. And that's the kind of combination the Blackhawks need right now. Size and speed. Not to mention a pure goal-scoring touch. And Gunler also likes to use his size to get to the front of the net and create offense down low below the goal line. A lot of his highlight tapes had him creating plays from down low, so... There are just a lot of reasons why I like Noel Gunler if he's still on the board when the Blackhawks are on the clock at number 17. We know they like the Swedish connection, so I kind of just have this eerie feeling that Noel Gunler fits what the Hawks are trying to add to their forward group right now, and that's why I wanted to be sure to give his game a breakdown with the 2020 NHL Draft coming up in less than two weeks from today. All right, I think that will take care of Noel Gunler's 2020 NHL draft profile. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about a rumor from an old friend of ours that the odds of Corey Crawford re-signing with the Blackhawks this offseason are 60-40. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low-calorie and low-sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off of your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at Jack Bushman 2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. So we just finished talking about 2020 NHL draft prospect Noel Gunler, who's a big-bodied Swedish sniper that the Blackhawks could be looking at with the 17th overall selection. Now I wanted to talk about a rumor from the old host of the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, and that is, of course, Jay Zawoski. And if you do not follow Jay on Twitter, I highly recommend doing so. You can find him at jzawoski670. He posts a lot of great Blackhawk stuff and also just a lot of 
good, really, content in general. But anyways, Jay was talking on his Mad Madhouse podcast the other day with James Nevo, and he talked about how a source told him that the odds of Corey Crawford re-signing with the Blackhawks this offseason are 60-40, with the 60% being the odds he does re-sign with the team, obviously, but... I feel like that's some good news for the Hawks. I talked last week about how Crawford was apparently upset with Stan Bowman's contract offer, which was one year somewhere around $3.5 million. But now, if this rumor is true, it sounds like Crow and the Blackhawks front office are seeing more eye-to-eye at the moment. And I would guess that Crawford is wanting somewhere between the 4 to $4.5 million mark and maybe a second year of term. And while that number may not sound great right off the bat because that would take up over half of the Blackhawks' current cap space, I've talked a lot about the Hawks' free agent goaltender options, and there aren't many of them that I feel could actually come in and help this team win next season. None of them are certainly at the level of goaltending that Corey Crawford is at in his career, and while he is getting up there, he's 35 years old, and he will be 36 at the start of next season in December, he has proven that he can still play elite goaltending in the NHL. He demonstrated that a couple of times in the postseason, and that was coming off of barely any preparation at all because of a positive COVID-19 test. So for 4 or $4.5 million, whatever it may cost the Blackhawks, I definitely feel like Crawford is the best bang-for-their-buck deal in net at this point. And hell, the options in free agency next year aren't going to be much better because of the Hawks' limited cap space, so... Maybe signing Corey Crawford for a two-year deal isn't the worst thing in the world while we either try and get Colin Delia or Kevin Lankinen ready to take the reins, or if we do somehow land Yaroslav Askarov in the draft, then just let the time pass until he's ready for the NHL. But either way, it's going to be tough for Chicago if Crawford is not their guy in net going forward, so... Personally, I hope that he and the Blackhawks are able to get a deal done. And let's hope they get it done soon because apparently Stan Bowman and the Blackhawks have yet to talk to any of their pending uh, pending restricted free agents so far because Stan is waiting for Crawford to make a decision. So hopefully these contract talks will wrap up here in the next week or so in order for the front office to begin focusing on what to do with Dylan Strom, Dominic Kubalik, Slater Cuckoo, Drake Kajula, Malcolm Subban, and a couple of other guys down in Rockford before free agency opens up on Friday, October 9th, which, don't forget, is just over two weeks away. So I think that takes care of some news on Corey Crawford's odds of re-signing with the Chicago Blackhawks in the next couple of weeks. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to debut a new segment on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast where I will begin to count down my top 10 prospects in the Blackhawks system at the moment.
This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with the Stanley Cup Final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars. Okay, we just finished talking about 670 The Scores, Jay Zawoski being told that Corey Crawford has a 60-40 shot of re-signing with the Chicago Blackhawks. Now I want to debut a new segment here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast where I will begin to reveal my list of the Blackhawks' Top 10 prospects in their system at the moment. And now, remember, this is just my personal list, not the Blackhawks' official list or anything, so don't jump on me too much if you think a guy is out of order by one spot or something. This is just a rough a rough list I have at the moment that I wanted to share with you all before the 2020 NHL draft takes place in a couple of weeks. And by the way, I am going by the official rules of what a prospect is in the NHL, which is sort of complicated, but basically it's just any player that has played less than 65 NHL games under the age of 25. So to start us off today, coming in at number 10 on my list could be a bit of a surprise to some of you listeners, but coming in at number 10 on my list is Blackhawks' 2019 fourth-round pick, Michael Tepley, who had one hell of a season in 2019-20 with the Winnipeg Ice. And that was his first season in North America after being drafted by the Blackhawks, which arguably makes it a little bit more impressive. And my oh my, what a steal. Tepley is looking like he could be in the fourth round because... He lit up the WHL this season as a rookie. As an 18-year-old with Winnipeg, Tepley led all rookies in goals with 29. He led all rookies in assists with 34. And then, of course, he led all rookies in points with 63. And those 63 points were actually good for 32nd in the league. And for an 18-year-old, as I said, playing his first season on North American ice... Those are some really impressive numbers. So Tepley really showed off his offensive game this past season up in the WHL. And he also performed really well for the Czech Republic at the 2020 World Juniors. He tallied five assists in five games there. So it was a really big year for the Czech winger. And he'll look to take another big step in his second season of junior hockey this year with Winnipeg. That's likely where he'll be starting the season. That's uh, There is a slight chance that he makes the jump to professional hockey because he did sign his entry-level contract with the Blackhawks recently, but I do believe he's still at least one year away from being ready for pro hockey, and that's perfectly okay. No one really (laughs) expects a fourth-round pick to be ready for professional hockey just one year after being drafted, so Tepley, Tepley is... Definitely looking like a solid pick for the Blackhawks in the fourth round is he flashed his offensive upside numerous times last season. And I also like the size and the style of play that he brings to the table. Tepley is a big kid for just 19 years old. He's six foot three, nearly 200 pounds. 
And he plays a strong game and uses his size to his advantage in the offensive zone. And I like his tenacity. He's strong in puck battles. So not only does Tepley sound like he could have middle six scoring upside offensively in his future, but he also could be a factor without the puck on his stick because of his size and the way he plays the game. And I think that's a huge bonus for the Blackhawks right now. They need more forwards like that in their system. I talked about that earlier in the episode when discussing 2020 NHL draft prospect Noel Gundler, but I think Tepley has a good chance to be a factor at the NHL level because of his combination of size and skill. And that's why I have him at number 10 on my Blackhawks top 10 prospect list at the moment. All right, I think that will take care of the number 10 spot on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. And that just about wraps up Wednesday, September 23rd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from the Stanley Cup final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708 653 0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.